podcast time that's right binford tools is proud to present a home improvement podcast my name is adam and you all know my co-host jordan season six baby let's do it oh it feels like a brand new beginning for us so it's a very exciting time at home and podcast how are you doing adam fine just okay <laughs> yeah i'm, I'm all right tired. I'm, aver- I'm average I'm that's tired. different than what we usually say so <laughs> yeah. season yeah. six must be the cusp of something new i feel like i'm in the sixth season of uh, recording a home improvement podcast that's kind of how i feel right now <laughs> <laughs> it's a very specific feeling yeah it's very few people know that feeling except for you you and yeah. i but yeah, uh, no I'm, I'm, I'm just kidding i'm Happy to be uh, on to the sixth season, and uh, always a pleasure to be here talking to my best pal. <laughs> mm, you're so kind. Too kind, really. Mm-hmm. You know, Adam, on the yeah. eve of a new uh, a new season, I mm-hmm. was thinking to go back to some of the old tropes that I like to do, where I search out weird websites. Not that old. I feel like, you know, we did that a fair amount throughout <laughs> season five, but yeah, man, I, I like it. Keep it feels going. like a favorite pastime. You know, when there's so much change, you have to have some sort of constant, and yeah. this is my constant. And so what I did is, if you remember, we went to Tim Allen's website. It was a little strange. <laughs> yeah. When, yeah. With the rebrand. It's still the same, so nothing okay. new to report there. But I was wondering, does the Karn Man have a website? Really you good know, question. Wh- yeah. What does that look like? So I went to richardkarn.com. Nothing but like a GoDaddy domain thing, okay. so yeah. nothing to report there. I did go to alborland.com. Yeah, what do we got? Uh, we've got Al Borland Punk Rock Productions. Okay. Uh, so the website has... I guess I should plug it in here so I can see. Well, just be careful. <laughs> don't don't click on anything when you get there, but okay. it's got like a, a car. Oh, like a, yeah. St- a styled and really pixelated... Uh, like Hot Wheels car that yeah. they did some graphic design on. Uh, it says you need the Flash and QuickTime plugin to enjoy see, them. That's the concern for me. The real the real player free at the bottom is a bit of a concern, but yeah. <laughs> very big. Yeah, it's it's just one of a, a kind of a one pager. So mm-hmm. yeah. that was interesting. What was more interesting is I found out someone made an Al Borland LinkedIn page. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they made it like he's you know uh, a possible person you could hire. Okay. Uh, so, Al Borland on LinkedIn. Uh, I'm just going to read you some information. Uh, there's not a lot you can guess, but I'm going to have you guess like the skills and endorsements okay, right. that well, are on better, there. I better not go to the page. I was about to do that. I, I will not do Please that. Please don't. Okay. So yep. it's it's pretty standard. Al Borland, television sh- show co-host at Tool Time, located in Dearborn, Michigan, which was a bit of a surprise for me. That's not right. I mean, maybe the show is in filming in Dearborn, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. All right, so Al's, I mean, you know, as you can imagine, Al has written, 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 oh my gosh, written something Mm -hmm. nice here. It says, howdy, I'm Al. I host a local cable show in Detroit, Michigan area with Tim the Toolman Taylor. Check us out on every local cable, on local cable every Thursday night. You're right, we probably have a much larger budget than we should for a local show, (laughs) but Binford is just a great sponsor. So, kind of a cute nod there that we talk about all the time about, you know, how local is this show. You know, it's uh, interesting. Is is that so? Does that mean that uh, Tool Time is a once a week show? Hmm. Every I, I, Thursday I, night. I always figured it was every day, every weekday. 
Like yeah, a, I, I get the idea that it's every weekday okay, as well. Interesting. Okay, well, something or to at least about. or at least bi-weekly, you know. At least bi-weekly, yeah. Experience uh, television co- co-host. That's all it has. It doesn't mm-hmm. have education, which okay. I'm not. This this seems wrong. Okay. Uh, if you had to guess the college that they would put on here, what would you guess? School of Hard Knocks. <laughs> <laughs> something like that. I don't know. Uh, no, like Washington or something where uh, Cardman actually went. Wayne State University. Yeah. I mean, I don't from, think so. No, it gets a little bit more strange. From 1986 to 1990, which makes no sense. So, so he's he's a newbie right when he I mean, starts he, tool he, time. He was in the Navy. You know, maybe maybe GI GI Bill kind of situation. Yeah, major. This is not too strange building construction technology although nice. that sounds fake yeah that sounds All like right. something that someone that i know would major in and they'd get a job right out of college and make way more money than me their whole life and i'd resent them for it that's kind of what yeah, that major sounds like i was like. gonna say you're, you don't sound bitter at all yeah that's kind of what that, kind of what that major <laughs> sounds like yeah two things that i want you to guess mm-hmm. all right two very important sections yeah. uh one is languages okay so mm. there's two languages here Obviously, English is one. Yeah. Uh, well, what's the other? Oh, man. Like Pig Latin or something? <laughs> <laughs> do you think LinkedIn allows you to put in Pig Latin? Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, we'll do some follow-up research yeah. there. No, it's Swahili. There must be an episode where he speaks Swahili. Man, I hope we don't get to that. Because I don't yeah. really want... That sounds kind of cringeworthy. That uh, sounds pretty bad. Swahili, huh? Okay, interesting. Yeah, I... Uh, I'm, yeah, I guess I'm guessing a little too off the wall even for this exercise. <laughs> Big Latin. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I kind of stand by that. I think I, sounds, wish I, I wish it did say that, frankly. I, I think we need to make an Al Borland LinkedIn profile. That's what it sounds like. Nice. What else? All what right. else we got? All right, so last section here. This is, this is going to get interesting. Um, okay. Skills and endorsements. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got eight listed here. I'm just wondering if you can pull out any of the eight listed here, and then I'll, I'll list some when your brain is dead. Skills. It won't take long. Uh, skills and endorsements. Um, I don't even know what the turns of phrases are <laughs> for these necessarily, but I'll say like... If you're close, I'll let you know. Um... I think he is, uh, he's good at working with a partner. So I guess he, uh, group work, team, teamwork kind of situation, anything like that? No, no team, no teamwork. I just said like seven different things. So maybe one of them will click. Um, all right. I mean, not even one has one of the words that's related. Isn't that strange? Um, woodworking. It's a skill. No. Okay. That's a good Uh, guess though. He is on time. No, you're just. I mean, these are th- we need. We we should contact Alborn and let him know how to update his skills. People are skills probably wondering if I've page. ever been on LinkedIn based on these guesses. Um, well, obviously he is reli- reliable, good good writer. I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let me just start listing yeah, just, a couple. Why don't, you, why don't you just tell me? Let me I, give you I'm, some yeah. some some of the taste here. So uh, one skill, flannel shirts. Okay, so these are not skills. Then. <laughs> some of them are, some of them are not. Okay, all right. So flannel shirts mm-hmm. uh, is one. Binford Tools Master Expert. Okay, yeah. I mean, Pretty specific. Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's, a t- that's going to be a hard one for me to guess. But That yeah. must be like a certification that they offer from Binford. Yeah. Um, one, there's two on here that are kind of related. One is safety. Okay, that's, a, that's, that's one I maybe could have gotten. Yeah. And the other one is safety glasses, which is very... <laughs> 
very specific I wa- in that I skill. I want to go on my LinkedIn and put safety glasses for a skill <laughs> and see if that helps or hurts my oh, career man. outlook. That's Not cool. only is is he listing power tools, but he's listing hand tools as well. So okay. covering all sides. Uh, the last couple are you know silly again. Beard grooming. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I don't know. You're, you're gonna you're gonna endorse him for that? Yeah, I might think about it. I'm gonna. All I'm right. definitely connecting with him uh, <laughs> tomorrow at work when I need a break. Uh, and then the last one is more power. <laughs> Which I, I don't think is accurate, because that would be on Tim's and not else. Yeah, uh, I mean, I see what they're trying to do. Uh, sure, yeah, that's interesting. Wonder it's what, a, wonder it's what a real makes somebody want to do something like that. Yeah, and it seems like they didn't really have a cohesive approach. It's, like it, yeah, it's funny, it's like, it's not, it's like, kind of trying to be accurate, but also kind of trying to be silly. It's like, pick a lane, you know? Yeah, pick a lane. So, yeah, when I first saw it, uh, it came up pretty quickly on, like, Google search results. Okay. And I was wondering, is this Richard Carnes' actual LinkedIn? It would LinkedIn? be funny if he actually and, had a LinkedIn. I mean, like, Mark Cuban does, so. Yeah, I, I if it was, I was going to connect with him, because, uh, obviously, our audience knows the car man and us, we go way back, so. Yeah, close and personal friend of the podcast, Richard Carn. Yeah, um, I wonder if he has a LinkedIn. Mm. I would doubt it. Let's uh, let's not follow up on that. Should I DM DM him right now? No. And just wait. We'll just wait in real time for him to respond. <laughs> I, I mean, I have two numbers I could call. That's true. You do. Have two. You have two. You have Richard Carn's cell phone number and perhaps a home phone. So uh, uh, yeah. yeah, let's just say things are going pretty well for us. We're, we're personal. Yeah. All right. Well, that closes the uh, LinkedIn segment for today. I'll see if I can find Tim Taylor on LinkedIn at some point. So you know what? Didn't hate it. Didn't, didn't hate, hate it. it. Didn't, didn't hate, hate it. it. Didn't love it. But no. you know what we are gonna love? Season six of Home Improvement. Yeah, and we're going to begin. Hopefully, that's Riding right. the high of season five, you know? Like, I don't want to get ahead of myself here, but I'm excited, and we're going to start with... <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Well said, man. <laughs> we're going to start with at sea, uh, yeah, and before yeah, yeah. we do that, we want to do a little bit of a series overview or a season overview, mm-hmm. we should say. Typically, we go down... We're not. I don't think we have to guess the Nielsen ratings, maybe, unless you want to. Uh, for season um, six, like what the number you guessing number like, like the other of ones in the top ten. We've I'd done like that to, before. I'd like to hear them. I don't know that I need to guess them. All right. Well, I'll pull that up real okay. quick. Yeah. I re- I, did, I mean I did read online. I did some research today, and I you know I know a little bit uh, about where it was ranked and, and and so on. But I think our listeners would you know like to hear that. Super sleuth listeners. Yeah, for sure. They love All the right. triv, man. Don't we all? All right, so we've got all right top ten here. Nineteen ninety six, ninety seven runtime. Mm-hmm. Nielsen Media Research. Leslie Agri- Nielsen. Yeah. <clears throat> yes, absolutely. Seems like a strange company for him to found, but whatever. Uh, number one, ER. Okay. How many million? Well, it says rating twenty one point two. I don't know what that equates I think to. I think. That's million millions of viewers. So like twenty. Okay, interesting. Did you say where home improvement ranks, or, or are you you're saving that? I'm gonna save it. Okay, cool. All right, keep going. Sorry. Num- number two, mm-hmm. Seinfeld. Love it. Yeah. G- number- good, sh- good show. Yeah, <laughs> you like that one, like huh? That, like that show. Yep. Number three, Suddenly Susan. Okay. See, I I don't think I've ever watched that. Sounds uh, fun. Sounds fun I, though. Sounds like random. You know, like whoa. It's got Brooke Shields in it. 
Oh, okay. A, no, a glamorous San Francisco something or another. Sounds pretty good. Keep going. All right, number four, Friends. There's like a bunch of okay, Friends obviously good. There's like a bunch of shows like that, like from the '90s that I think are all the same. Like Suddenly Susan, Veronica's Closet, <laughs> uh, Just Shoot Me. Like those are all the same show <laughs> to me. Yeah, and you're not wrong. All right, Friends number four. Okay, tied for number four. Okay, The Naked Truth. I don't. You gotta click on that. I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so The Naked Truth is... Is it like a reality dating show or something? Oh, you think they did reality stuff in the 90s? Uh, And like cheaters and stuff. Uh, It takes place at at a tabloid news publication. Okay. I think the idea is like a a Pulitzer Prize photographer has to like stoop down to a tabloid or something. Okay. The Naked Truth. Oh, wow. Tim Curry. Tay Leone. Nice. Tim Curry's in it. Why did this show not last longer if it got such good ratings? Oh, it went mm. three seasons. Man, I'm learning a lot. <laughs> right. It was on ABC and then got picked up by NBC. Hey, guess All who right. was in it? Toby from The Office. Oh, my goodness. We All just right. talked about Toby. All right, number six, mm-hmm. Fired Up. Never heard of that either. Okay, Fired Up. Not familiar, but keep going. Uh, Leah Remy. Oh, is this like a pre-King and Queens thing? I guess so. All right. Uh, I think somebody gets fired and they team up or something. Seven. <laughs> I like your guesses as to what these shows. No, might be. I see like like when I hover over the title, it gives me part of it, but okay. I only get part of what it's about. So uh, it's like uh, uh, I'm on it. I'll tell you. Okay. So, uh, Sharon Lawrence as a self-centered promotions executive and Leah Romini as her mouthy assistant. What a surprise! Uh, <laughs> when the pair got fired from their jobs, they teamed up to create. A business as equal partners. The tagline of the series was, first she get fired, then she get fired up. Ooh, <laughs> Executive baby. produced by Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> All right, so was my description worse than yours? I don't really think so. Uh, it's more or less the same thing. Wow, right. yeah, it's Leah Romini as a mouthy assistant. Wow, really, really stepping out, of, stepping out of her comfort zone. <laughs> All right, she got nominated for many, many Emmys. All right, seven, Monday Night Football. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> is that a sitcom? Is Leah Romini in that, too? It's as a, a big, mouthy quarterback? It's actually a European show about soccer. Oh, that's funny. All right, All right. next. The Single Guy. I feel like oh, we've talked about I that one before. I have heard of that one. Ernest Borgnine is the doorman. Love the Borg. The Borg. You talk the about Borg. people. You know, we talked about, in the Patreon episode, we talked about that guy from Twilight Zone hanging out in Houghton Lake, but Ernest Borgnine, he hung out at Houghton Lake some, too. Uh, Did he really? Oh, man. They filmed, the, they, filmed the, they filmed the movie up there. We can talk about it another time. Okay. Uh, okay, single guy's not that interesting. Keep going. All right. So now we get to number nine, which is home improvement. Okay. We know a lot about that one. Yep. We number, sure do. Number nine, huh? Okay. What was yeah. it? Do you have what it was, like, season five? Yeah. Season okay. five mm-hmm. was number seven. So it's, okay. it's continuous slide. And before that, it was three. So okay. it's... And then you're going to go ahead and I'm just going to take a guess that next season it's fallen even lower down the list. Just to number 10. That's not so bad. Okay. Uh, 10 on this list is Touched by an Angel. Uh, maybe <laughs> not a, maybe not a name of a TV show that aged well. I don't know. <laughs> everyone's grandma's favorite show, Touched by an Angel. <laughs> is this the same thing as God Friended Me? Oh, man. Is that like... It, it is, what? Why do you think... To, is Touched by an Angel like... Are you saying that because it's like the, the mystical... 
I don't know. I've never seen it. Oh, you've never seen it? Okay. I don't know what it is. There's an angel named Monica, though. Okay, but that would probably not age well. Yeah, I'm guessing. Um, (laughs) Well, I was was just saying the name of the show, but anyways. Oh, uh, oh, wow, man. (laughs) One through, the interesting thing about this list, not to spend too much more time on this, Spend as much time as you want. I watched the episode. (laughs) I don't need to talk about it. (laughs) The first six on this list are NBC. That's a really good point. NBC... Was it, this is 96, you said? 96, yeah. 97? They got seven out of the top eight. The only one that breaks it is eight Monday Night Football. Man, that's powerhouse, NBC. Yeah, that's really interesting. It's a good eye, Jordan. Um, it's a good time for television. Friends, Seinfeld, Home Improvement, you know, glory days. That's what ER. I, said. I don't really like ER, but... I never I watched it, but it's just so popular. I know, we watched like the first... 10 episodes on Hulu maybe like a year ago. I don't know. It seems like okay, but kind of... I, I have a tough time with medical shows because they're always fairly similar to me. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, how do you differentiate yourself? Yeah, that's a good point. That is a... Yeah, that's a, that's a good point it's almost, by me. It's, it's almost too good of a point, if you ask me. Indeed. Uh, <laughs> well, you know what? I tell you what, I'm excited. And you know what? Maybe the show's getting getting worse uh, ratings as time goes on, but uh, I have a feeling the quality is going to just only go higher. <laughs> you know, we did like season five quite a bit. So. I know, I was surprised, yeah. So uh, I should, one thing I, I want to, I, I guess I should bring to attention is I feel like this is probably the time when I was like really most into home improvement. Like okay. I'm thinking like from season six onward, like I'm watching home improvement with my family at night before bed. And like, because I remembered this episode very, very clearly, and I'm kind of wondering if that's going to be just the way it is moving forward. Is like, just vivid memories of episodes. I um, don't want to give too much away, but did your parents just put this on when they were ready to have the talk? <laughs> oh, uh, I, well, you know, I, we, we better not get into it. We'll talk that about that later. Sure. We'll talk yeah. about that later. Okay. All right. Uh, so yeah, episode 127 at sea, written by Bruce Ferber, who lasted Mr. Wilson's opus, and Lloyd Garver. Who lasted your favorite, Ion Tim? <laughs> this episode was not nearly as sexy as that one. No, not quite. Although it's a bit saucy. Aired September 17th, 1996. Mm-hmm. Um, trivia, not too surprising, but when this episode aired, De- Debbie Dunning, who plays Heidi, was on the show and pregnant for six and a half months. So, makes sense. Yeah, so they would just work that right into the plot. Good, good. Yeah, good on them. Alternative title time. How many do you have? Four. Okay, go ahead. My so-called sex life. <laughs> I feel like you've done my so-called a few times, <laughs> but that's all right. Season six, man. You know what? You let me reuse some. I'll let you reuse some. Uh, deal. All right. I feel. I don't want to like toot my own horn, but I feel pretty good about this one. Okay. The birds and the sea bees. Okay, that's that's pretty good. This is my variation of that. The boats and the bees. That's good, too. Yeah. I like it. Although, they'd be mad if you called that thing a boat. Yeah, but if you're only kind of half watching, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all of the all of those scenes uh, kind of blurred together for me. All right, I'll do another one. Um, Wait, I got, I got one more. Hold okay. on. Yeah, sure. You know what I call that ship? Especially when Tim's on it. What's that? The USS Disaster. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> you do call it that. I remember that. Okay, two more. Um, I don't know. This one sucks. What is it? Okay, I guess I'll say it. It doesn't make sense now. The float like a butterfly. 
Sex like a bee. <laughs> <laughs> really good. Oh, that's incredible. And then I have one more. Um, All right, I got one more, too. Okay, so. go, go for it. Revving the engine. Good one. My last one. I am not having sex. <laughs> okay, this one doesn't make sense or at all, but I just wrote. I just, it just came to my head, mm-hmm. and I really want someone who is a graphic designer mm-hmm. to draw this. Yeah. Um. So I'm just gonna say it. Jean Claude Van Yam. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be a shirt somewhere. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, it has nothing to do really with the episode. It has the yam thing. But you were trying I, to make it happen there. You're like, is Jean Claude Van Damme ever in Home Improvement? <laughs> like, do they do martial arts in this? I know he's any- in Friends, but man, he is in Friends. That's close enough. Yeah. So that's a uh, that's a shirt we need to make if it hasn't been made Jean yet. Jean Claude and- Van Yam, really good. Yeah. <laughs> this is so- your, your kind of perverse sense of humor coming out to play. <laughs> this is uh, this is not unlike when we would egg uh, cars in high school. Uh, I would egg cars in high school, and you would drive, uh, but you always thought it was funny. Funnier, instead of throwing the <laughs> eggs at the cars, to sort of do an Andy Kaufman avant-garde <laughs> display where you crack the egg on the windshield then leave the shell next to it and just kind of, <laughs> kind of put it up for display. You always wanted us to do that, and we did uh, for you a couple times, but... Uh, man, you, you guys never performed it well enough, though. Yeah, well, it was your artistic vision. You should have done it. I know. It's one of those things where, though, like, the mind comes up with it, and, like, I can't get my hands dirty. It's just... <laughs> I'm a mastermind, you know? You, have a, you had a very specific... You kind of like Dexter. You had a really specific code that you operated by. Like, it's fine to drive the car. No big deal, but, yeah, you're not touching those eggs. Oh, man. All right. Well, I think we should just close down the episode because it's not getting any better. No. All right. Um, All right. I guess we'll open on tool time. We're going to try. All right. Um, My notes are... I'll confess to everyone here, my notes are not great for this one. Um, Tool time. Start of the season. Uh, I said we're back for a new season. So do we think that, like, Tim... Sinking it up. Like a summer break or something? What is that? Is that what's going on? I mean, they talked about the. Uh, if you remember the last episode, they were taking two weeks off for, you okay. know, their little vacation. Maybe that extended a little bit. I don't know. Okay. It seems and it strange. Also, yeah, it's like coincides with the boys going back to school, and I, I don't know. I didn't know they got got breaks or whatever. But, All I gotta um, say is, in those two weeks, if that's the way it worked out, the boys got much older. And Heidi got pregnant. <laughs> So, very pregnant. She was island hopping in the Caribbean, and uh, she met, she met a she met a man. She met the one. Uh, Heidi's very tan. Island hopping in the Caribbean. I guess so. Um, all right, first show of the season. They uh, talk about Heidi being pregnant. With you know, we read in the trivia that she was pregnant in real life. I assumed so, but wasn't sure. Uh, it's engine week on Tool Time. And uh, they reveal here that they're going on the USS Constellation, or as you call it, the USS Disaster. Uh, <laughs> I stand and, and by that. They're doing a tool time on location, so that's something to look forward to uh, later on. But uh, in this opening scene, we're not we're not doing anything with the Constellation, but we're, we're and I was this is I don't know if my understanding was uh, not what it should have been, but they have uh, like the world's smallest car there. It's a little car that's smaller than a grain of. Uh, rice and uh stop me if i'm wrong no i mean i was just so while this was happening i was just thinking this must be fascinating for the studio audience sitting there (laughs) yeah 
well, it was really good for me on TV as well. Yeah. Um, Tim drops the small car uh-oh. and then steps on it. <laughs> Who saw that coming? Yeah, Al tries to warn him. Uh, it's yeah, the engine weak, so like this is the world's smallest V8 or something. I don't know, Some, whatever. Yeah, something like that. Whatever. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? Let's move on to the yeah. birds and the sea bees, if you ask me. <laughs> it's a it's a pretty pretty bad opening scene, I would say. Yeah, I guess at least they tie it into the engine stuff that they're going to be doing later. But other than that, it's not real interesting. And they address you know the elephant in the room, which is Heidi's pregnancy. That's yeah, true. Yeah, people people be curious, you know. Uh, next scene, we are home. A lot of jumping around in this episode. Uh, back Definitely. to school. Back to school for the boys. They look a lot older, as you oh said. Oh my gosh, yeah, way older. And we, Randy's voice has definitely changed. I know, man. Bye-bye, Simba. Hello. Mm. Mr. Simba. Mufa- oh, Mufasa? I don't, yeah, Mufasa would have been so much better. <laughs> Mufasa uh, Jr.? I don't no, know. I like Mr. Simba because he's older. <laughs> Sir Simba. <laughs> Mr. Simba's my father. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Oh no! All right, all right. Brad, uh, Brad and Angela are very lovey-dovey, very affectionate. Uh, Brad's excited to go back to school because he gets to spend more time with Angela. They have every class together. They have every class together. Um, not unlike you with some of your girlfriends back in high school. Um, <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but uh, I'm, I'm probably sour grapes on my end. Um, A little bit. Sounds like it. Yeah, you know. Uh, Jill suggests that uh, the other boys leave. Jill suggests that Brad should be playing the field. You know, you don't want to. At his age, he should be seeing all kinds of mixed messages here with Jill, especially later on. A little bit. She should be dating all kinds of guys. She doesn't want him to get too caught up in, you know, life with Angela. I think what she's hoping, uh, since, you know, she sees a pretty affectionate kiss here right Mm -hmm. before she has this conversation, she's hoping if she breaks it off here, then things won't get too serious and he can just hop from one person to another not getting too serious, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I think you're right, but, well... A little bit foolish. All right, uh, so we jump to uh, the USS Constellation, and uh, I'm gonna let you do the lions, the, <laughs> the lion share uh, of the, these scenes because my my notes are sparse. It's it's a lot of Tim almost messing things up, sometimes messing things up. You know, I hate these like on location yeah. shoots, and this is this is as bad as any of them have ever done. I would say probably. I don't know. Maybe, maybe you disagree. Uh, yeah, I mean, we'll get into it. Before I don't want to spend a lot of time on them, but I did want to ask before we move on, who do you think has grown up the most out of the three boys? Um, Brad, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I would say for sure. Yeah, Brad is like, um, he's like a handsome young man. Um, whereas like Mark, you know, he's a little bit taller and so he's still very much a teen. Whereas, and Randy is, you know, just still fairly short. And so, but Brad, yeah, he looks quite grown up, I would say. Definitely. All right, so on the aircraft carrier, Tim and Al, well, I guess they're on their way. They have a rough landing, the helicopter's there. Captain uh, Jenkins is there to greet them, and they made a giant caution sign that says, beware of, I forget, something real, and then Tim. So Yeah, the hijinks. Uh, yeah, they wasted a lot of... They wasted a lot of precious government money by painting that sign, but that's all right. Worth it. Worth it for the laughs. I got a bio for this guy if you want to hear it. Captain Jenkins? That's yeah, his Cap- name. Captain Jenkins is played by James Reed. Uh, Jordan, in terms of credits, this guy, the computer's loading, uh, <laughs> has 67 <laughs> credits to his name. Uh, best known for Legally Blonde, he plays Elle's father. Not another teen movie, he plays Preston's father, likes to play fathers. Wow. Uh, Eight Men Out uh, and The Initiation, 
of late, he uh, was in Days of Our Lives from 2014 to 2018, and then in 2018, he made the jump to General Hospital. Wow. So the shows are kind of cannibalizing uh, themselves, but um, yeah, I... Uh, He's a good one, James Reed. <laughs> I mean, he does he does fine in this yeah, role. Not, so not much to do. Yeah. Uh, so they move on. They're now they're still on the aircraft carrier, but they're moving on to tool time. So they're filming here. Tim shows off the F or F eighteen, I should say. He yeah. thinks it's an F fifteen, and Al yeah. corrects him. Uh, Al, we get we get a mention here that he was in the Navy, and uh, Tim lets you know he's talks about serving and tim basically like undermines his serving and says that he only hung out in nevada yeah tim does that a lot B- bold move yeah i that's one yeah that, that takes stones. Bold move to yeah attack the military smart yeah, yeah. good 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 thing and yeah, especially on a, on, a military <laughs> on, a, vessel. on a vessel yeah <laughs> smart uh it's a what they're on is a, a very big 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 ship you know it's a it's mm-hmm. got a post office it's a hospital it's practically a floating city mm-hmm yeah yeah you said it and they move into the mission control area, and this is the first of very, very many hijinks uh, and accidents, or near accidents, as you said. Tim hits, like, a keyboard, and there's, like, a big old, I don't know, warning sign or mm-hmm. danger sign yeah. or something. Yeah. And the captain says, you just declared war on Finland. I wonder if they have, like, a specific key for every country to declare war on. I'm not sure yeah. how that works, but he they, does also let they do. Yeah, they do. Oh, okay. You would know. <laughs> he lets them know that they de-vacti- deactivated all the weapons because Tim is going to be a problem. Let me ask you this. Okay. Um, obviously, it's a pretty stupid joke and bad line and so on. Is it better or worse that they were pranking him? Like, what, which one is funnier? You know, because mm. I, like, I was like mad when I found out that, that they had pranked him, but I was also mad when they made the joke and they were presenting it as real. So kind of, it's, you know, I wasn't going to be happy either way, but which one's better? <laughs> uh, I feel like it would be better to see them scramble. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'd buy that too. I don't know. Just, yeah, I, don't know. I was just thinking it kind of a no-win situation, but... I mean, right. neither neither are... I mean, you wouldn't. it wouldn't have been a surprise, but... Uh, I'll let you take all the uh, Brad and Angela scenes because oh, thank you. I think I think I think you like them. Good thinking. All right, uh, we're home. Brad and Angela are studying Spanish, which is you know got to be one of the most sensual languages. Um, they're home alone. Jill's not there, and uh, I don't know. Angela's not very good at Spanish, and Brad, Brad seems to know a lot. Well, Brad, yeah, Brad. He's a he's an intelligent enough guy, I guess. Now I don't know. The show, <laughs> I was gonna say. The show kind of picks and chooses when Brad is smart and dumb, uh, but uh, they have a dictionary upstairs and uh, they need to use it. So uh, they head up there, and I think we see where things are going. Um, yeah, there's a dictionary up there already. <laughs> oh no! Next scene. <laughs> I just wrote uh, back non- and see. I, my, my next note, and I, I don't often share my notes verbatim, but I wrote nonsense. And that was it. So <laughs> you're right. going to have to take this one. <laughs> Back at sea, Tim is on the navigation bridge. Al is on the flight deck. Uh, Tim hits another button and it activates. <laughs> Nonsense ensues. Uh, <laughs> the washdown system activates for fires on the flight deck. And Al ends up pretty foamy. Uh, they move <laughs> They move up pretty quickly down to the engine room, which is, I guess, what they were kind of thinking all along when mm. they did the, the engine week. And uh, it's a big engine. They do have a maybe a, 
I think just a kind of interesting, not interesting, but just clever little nod here. Tim goes down to the engine room and hits his head on the way down, just like in the basement. And I would have, it would have been better if the captain didn't call out that that happened. Seemed a little bit too on the nose for me. They could have just had him hit it and everyone would get the joke. But right, yeah. Yeah, not a lot of trust in the audience there. But, um, you know, earlier you said Al was foamy. I've heard of FOMO, but foamy? That's just plain crazy. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you stopped me for that joke. <laughs> Thank goodness. All right, back to the bedroom. Wait, you no. forgot. Al comes down. Yeah, and he's mad as heck. And he's, <laughs> he's mad as heck. He's mad as heck. He's not going to take it anymore. Is he more mad that he's all full of foam or that Tim started the engine segment without him? <laughs> I like how we are just kind of litigating these punchlines. Like, okay, which one's better? Is it better if Al's mad about this? Um, he's mad because he's soapy, bro. <laughs> right. you, ever, you ever been that soapy and been happy about it? Uh, not with my clothes on. Yeah, exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, All right. exactly well, what I'm saying. Later on, we're still on the ship because we just love it here. Mm-hmm. And Tim, Tim wants to set up some shots for later so they're not on camera or anything. Uh, Cap would love to, but he's too busy. The boys are throwing Heidi a baby shower. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's the scene. Well, that's going to come back in the at the end of the episode. It's a really good it's, payoff it's at the end. It's super good. It's really satisfying. Yeah, you. It's it's little hidden Easter eggs like that make you glad you watched the whole episode. Uh, all right, now we're home. Not the bedroom boys, but the bedroom boy and girl. Uh, a bedroom man, I think now. Yeah, that's right. They uh, they're making out in the bed. Doors closed. <laughs> Brad is revving the engine. Yeah, uh, I think you're right. Um, <laughs> Jill comes home, and we know where this is headed. She comes home, and she... Laundry? I don't know what she's doing. She she, yeah, she's gathering laundry around the house. She... I, gotta, I would say she should... Well, that's a whole different conversation. She, she The boys are old enough. She doesn't need to be going up to their rooms and getting their dirty laundry. They should bring it under her. Absolutely. Uh, she comes in, and of course she sees Brad and Angela making out in the bed. The show it tries to act like it was really affectionate. I... I don't know. It wasn't like they were going at it or anything necessarily. But well, I think it's just the idea. They're in sure. the room alone, door shut, on the yeah. bed, kissing, making out, whatever. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, I guess if you're a prude. Um, Angela very quickly, you know, busts out of there, and Brad is, uh, he's forced to kind of pick up the pieces. And uh, Jill is, she's quite steamed, uh, very steamed. You know, what do you have to say for yourself? Brad kind of tries to make some jokes, but... Uh, it's not going so well for either one of them at the end. Brad says, uh, you know, I'm not going to talk to you about my sex life. Whoa, jaw dropper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, crazy. I was surprised by that because I don't remember this episode necessarily. Oh, yeah. I knew it was so coming that, the whole time. I was So I was it. like, oh, oh my, oh my. Yeah, it does, yeah it's a big leap. I, uh, how old's Brad supposed to be? I would say... 15? Well, so he's a sophomore now, okay, I would so think. Like, so 15, maybe 16. 16. Yeah, probably. Okay. All right. Uh, ba- oh, back on the ship? Yeah, take it. Back on the ship. It's a good thing we have the ship to detract from this uh, interesting plot Well, here. yeah, the cameras would fog up because it's so steamy. I'd say so. Watch out for the foam. Tim is at the throttle. E.T. Foam the sh- home? Is that something? <laughs> I don't know. Tim is at the throttle of the of the vessel, and Al gets a call. Uh, I don't know the logistics of this. Cell phone service out in the middle of the ocean? Yeah. Is it great? I, I doubt it. 
Uh, Al brings out the brick phone that he has. He gets a call from Jill, hands it over. Tim is in shock at the news that Jill relays and pushes forward, and we get full speed ahead in time for some awesome graphics. Yeah. It was great. I mean, like... The ship flies forward, and yeah. Yep. All good. There. All right. Next scene. (laughs) Uh, Aye, aye, Captain. (laughs) Aye, aye, aye. That's how we should have been addressing ourselves this episode. All right. All right. So we're back home. A couple days have passed, probably. Uh, Brad leaves. He's grounded. But uh, I don't know. Things seem pretty cool, I guess. Everybody's on okay terms. Um... Randy has a conversation with his mother, and, you know, she's being very strict with him as well. Uh, and he says, you know, don't take it out on me because of what Brad did. I haven't even had a girl in my room yet. And, uh, you know, basically these boys are just growing up around Jill, and she might not be ready for it. Um, yeah, she's on edge as well after catching Brad. So Randy's really just turning the screws here. Yeah. You, yeah, that's exactly right, Jordan. Uh, Tim comes home, and... Um, you know, he he knows a little bit about the situation. Jill kind of fills in the the, the gaps, but uh, she wants him to have uh, the talk. You know, have have a sex talk with Brad. Uh, Tim is not interested in doing so. He would really, really prefer not to. Um, but you know, eventually Jill says that he that he does need to. Um, we flash forward maybe an hour or so. I don't know. <laughs> later, it's hard to tell. Uh, and Tim, this is Tim's first attempt at the talk, and. Um, he kind of vaguely, you know, Brad's there. He's wearing a cool Detroit Viper shirt. Tim yeah. says, like, if you ever have any questions about anything, you can ask me. <laughs> and, he's, and Brad's confused, but he says, yeah, sure, okay, Dad. And Tim says anything. And, you know, they kind of follows him through the house. It's sort of funny, I guess. And, uh, you know, that's it. That's that's Tim's version of the talk. Not very successful, Jordan. Yeah, he thinks he's off the hook after that and heads outside. And, uh, well... Someone's doing something out there, and I'm going to let uh, audio do the work for me. Go ahead and play a clip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. What are you doing, Wilson? Well, Tim, I'm admiring my yams. <laughs> Should I leave you alone? <laughs> no, 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 Tim. See, I'm a charter member of the Tuber of the Month Club. Did you realize that in New Guinea, a family is judged by the quality of the yams that they grow? As a matter of fact, a father passes down his yam-growing skills to his children. Well, I just gave Brad the big sex talk. I don't think he's ready for the big yam talk yet. Well, I thought you discussed the birds and the bees with Brad years ago. I did, I did. But the bee has found a honey and he's gone a bit... Cuckoo. Uh, Well, you seem quite at ease about it. I must say I'm very impressed you can speak so openly to Brad about, you know, sex. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, It was a snap. It was over in a couple seconds. Seconds. Yeah, I just said if you got any questions, just holler. (laughs) And? And I, uh, I avoided the issue. I said nothing and I blew the whole thing. Well, maybe you just try again. You're right. I just want to say the right thing. If I mess up and turn him off, I'm afraid he'll never come to me again. You know, Tim, that reminds me of my old friend and pinochle partner, Hubert Humphrey. (laughs) He said all you have to do is be yourself and speak from your heart and your guts. Unfortunately, I left most of my guts on that aircraft carrier. (laughs) 
<laughs> but your heart is still in the right place. No, the second landing, it shifted to the left just a skosh. <laughs> Tim, I think you'll do just fine. <sighs> You're a good friend, Wilson. I am what I am. <laughs> Wilson is admiring his yams. And uh, we learned that he is a tuber of the month club, or he's like the founding a founding member of that or something crazy. His social calendar is booked because he's he's like on a lot of boards and clubs and stuff. Like Wilson, he doesn't have like a he's not home on Saturday nights. This is why we that. haven't seen Judith in a really long time. I forgot about her. Yeah, <laughs> good point. He shares some information about a New Guinea, how you you pass down your yam information to your kids, and that's that's the big thing there. Uh, Tim kind of proudly says he's had the sex talk, uh, but then he kind of comes clean and says, yeah, I kind of actually skirted the issue, and he says, I don't want to mess up, I don't want to alienate him, I don't want to, like, make it so he doesn't want to talk to me ever again, and Wilson says something very simple, you know, Mm -hmm. just speak from your gut and your heart and be yourself, and then there's a really clever line at the end where Wilson says, I am, I am what I am. And then, and then Tim says, Jean-Claude Van Yam. <laughs> yes. And then Tim says, oh, that reminds me of my shirt. And he says, Colonel Guile, have you ever watched Street Fighter? It's movie? been a long time. Oh, man, that is a really, I mean, terrible movie, but there's some really good stuff is in there. Is it better or worse than Mortal Kombat? I mean, I've, I don't know that I've ever seen all of Mortal Kombat. I mean, Street Fighter is more enjoyable. Because it's okay. just like silly and stupid, and like the dialogue's poorly written, and JC- so it's, it's meant to be like that, um, or not? No, no. Because Mortal Kombat is trying to be very serious. Yeah, it's not. Well, I don't know. I can't. I can't really talk about authorial intention necessarily. I don't. <laughs> I'd have to talk to those guys, but uh, I think that they're playing it less straight than Mortal Kombat, but probably more straight than than uh, intended. You know. All right. Yeah. Okay. Fair, fair enough. Yeah, I'd rather talk about that. All right, um, where are we? We're back inside. <laughs> where are we? And Tim wants another shot at the at the talk. Jordan. Round two, baby. And uh, he's he's gonna get Brad to help him with the hot rod. And um, you know, we head out to the garage where generally only bad things happen, but this time something good's gonna happen. Mm. Uh, the hot rod is being used as a metaphor for. Uh, sex, but then Tim jumps to food, football, and gardening, <laughs> but it's just not working, Jordan. Yeah, he's being a bit too coy. Yeah, he needs to say what he say what he means to say, so he just come comes out and says it. Um, and uh, Brad isn't, he's not enjoying the conversation. I mean, why would he? I don't think anyone does. Uh, but uh, you know, they they are relating on a on a on a basic level, and Tim makes some allusions to keeping the the garage, uh, the car in the garage, and uh, when you do take it out, use a car cover, which is kind of gross. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't, people loved it. I thought it was kind of gross. I thought it was kind of funny. Um, this episode acts like high school sex is like a uh, gateway drug or something. Like, it's like akin to like heroin or something. Like, people that do it are on a wrong path. I don't know if that if that struck you as being kind of strange, but uh, maybe. Maybe it didn't. You're not saying anything. So. Uh, I mean, it seems pretty par for the course for like a family sitcom. I guess. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I guess it's a different time, maybe. Um, 
So, yeah, Brad is uh, receptive to it. Brad asks how old Tim was and, and um, you know, kind of asks when he's going to be ready. And uh, Brad says... I do, I do like how Tim kind of turns uh, turns it into, like, very veiled here. Like, he asks how old you mm-hmm. were your first time. He says 37 or something yeah. like that, which is just a couple of years ago or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you like that, did you? <laughs> um, I, thought, I, well, I thought that was just, uh, I don't know, he broke the tension with true. his son. I thought it was, I thought it was funny. Brad says that some of his friends at school say that having sex makes you a man. And uh, mm. Tim says, yeah, they, they always say that. Um, you know, Brad wants to know when he's going to be a man, and Tim says, when your mom and I tell you, which is probably the probably the biggest laugh I got in this episode. That's a good one. Tim also says, be a man first, then think about sex. So he flips the whole paradigm on its, on its head. Indeed he does. Mm. Um, and, you know, everything's all good. Uh, we roll credits, but there is that final... <laughs> Final back on the ship does that mean i have to take it i'd like you to take it yeah all right well there's a bunch of sailors surrounding heidi in a director's chair of sorts and i don't really know why i guess this is maybe the baby shower or something Mm -hmm. that they mentioned earlier i'm not sure but it's a very strange way to hold a baby shower i i've been to a few now and uh this is not typically how they're handled but they're all the sailors have lots of advice for heidi Mm-hmm. And uh, babies, and I think is it Tim that comes and breaks it up? Yeah, it's real yeah. funny. Yeah, they talk about diapers and stuff. It's really good. Really funny. So, yeah. and that's roll credits fade to black. See, time. Jean Claude Van Yam. Jean Claude Van Van Yam, aka C time at C at C C time. <laughs> C time, baby. Uh, yeah, Jordan. Um, highs and a nic- lows. A nickel for my thoughts. Is yeah. that what you want? Yeah, either one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's a lackluster start to the season. Um, you talk about how you don't like the on-location stuff. They don't do anything in particularly fun here yeah. or interesting. Yeah. Uh, at this point, I have I do question the U.S. military and why they continue to invite Tim to these Tim, places. Tim is a friend of the military um, for, for whatever you know, reason. He killed a couple people last time, yeah. and this time I, I don't. He declare, declared war on Finland. So. Yeah. Probably a bad idea. Right. I do like the other plot, though. I, you know, I like I like the the talk plot and how that was handled, and uh, just seeing it. You know, it, in this, you can tell this is just going to be like puberty on steroids season. Yeah, you see, you yeah. see all the kids just growing up, and I, I'm, I'm just assume this is going to be a lot of the plot lines or stuff like this. So, mm-hmm. uh, I thought it was handled well, and it had some funny lines for me, and. I don't know. It felt it felt true to life. Not necessarily that this is something that happened to me, but it just felt like I could see this happening in real life. So, okay. What about you? Yeah, I think you liked it more than I did. Um, <clears throat> I didn't. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I definitely did not like any of the on location stuff. This I felt like this was a particularly bad like on location. Like usually, sometimes you know they do like they at least do something with it. Um, but you know they were on this cool set or you know what could have been sort of cool. Uh, and they were just mostly in like back rooms. I just I don't, I don't know. I wasn't impressed by what they did. And it's never that funny, but this seemed particularly not funny this time around. Um, in terms of the the actual Brad plot, it was fine. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I guess I'm interested in these kind of plot lines. It's in terms of seeing something different on the show, but I don't know. It just uh, I guess I didn't like how it was executed. Um, Jill was really upset, and I, I maybe I just like didn't. The whole conceit, they they acted as if, like like I said earlier, like it was, maybe it's a bigger deal when you're a parent or something, but to me it was kind of just like they were, yeah, like I said, uh, drawing parallels to like, you know, 
doing this will put you on the wrong path or whatever, but that might just be a personal thing. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I thought the lines were, there weren't a lot of laughs in this one. Al's not mm-hmm. doing much. Jill's not doing much. I mean, Brad, it's a, it's a Brad episode through and through, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. It just didn't really do it for me. Uh, I didn't find it to be that funny, enjoyable. If, you, if you're going to watch an episode about sex, you want it to be with Rosalind Allen. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, amen. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly right. Like, like, give me something, you know? No. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to Sean's social media corner. If you'd like to reach out to us, go to thehomeandpodcast.com. We're on Facebook and Twitter at Home and Podcast. If you'd like to support the show, you can do so in a couple of different ways. Go to your podcasting app, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, whatever, um, and leave us a review. And if you write a review, we will read it on air. And uh, I think we're up to 37 now. So thanks, everybody, for for writing reviews and, and helping us out in that way. It helps other people find us. And if you also want to support us in another way, you can do so for as little as a dollar a month. Just go to patreon.com slash home and podcast, and you'll get bonus episodes. Uh, every month we do something um, maybe home improvement related, related maybe not. Uh, last month we did uh, Twilight Zone, so mm-hmm. not related particularly, but uh, very enjoyable for us, and uh, there's plenty more to come in that in that regard. So go to patreon.com slash homeandpodcast. Adam? Yeah, do we want to announce what we're doing for April, or no? Hmm. Oh, we can do that. Okay, uh, yeah, we are covering the Tim Allen movie Big Trouble. Uh, and we're in Big Trouble. And uh, one of us has seen it, and one of us hasn't, and uh, it's going to be, uh, you're going to want to hear that one. I don't know if, you, if you've seen that movie or not, uh, you should watch it and then and then uh, listen to our episode, because, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a strange one. It's, it's a strange one, but uh, look forward to that coming down the pike. All right. You know about Twitter? Yeah. I do, okay. I do. All right. Twitter, um, Benito Mussolini's granddaughter has words for Jim Carrey over a sketch of the ex-dictator, um, you know, that's about it. No. <laughs> really dating this one um, oh my gosh Twitter yeah, not much going on we're, we're recording this uh, pretty close to a, another record so I don't have a, a lot new to say um, but uh, you know interact with us on Twitter polls pictures fun and uh, yeah just be a part of a cool community and that's right that we are a cool community <laughs> the cool <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe someday we'll open up a very exclusive chat for just home and podcast fans. That's not Twitter. Mm, maybe. Wouldn't, you, wouldn't you like that? Maybe on the dark web or something, yeah. Ooh, super dark. All right. With that, it is time for the question of the week. All right, Adam. This is uh, not a particularly great week for asking questions. So what I want to do is focus on kind of the real star of this episode, which mm-hmm. is Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yes. Yeah. And I was just wondering, what's what's your what's your thoughts on him as an actor? Mm-hmm. First time you've ever seen him, movies that you've seen him in, movies that you like of his? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... That's a lot of questions you asked. Yeah, can you answer any of them? Or yeah, is it I mean, just I could, a uh, pass? I can answer some of them. Um, Muscles from Brussels, you know. Uh, mm. He's a... I actually, much like you, I think, is going through, going through his list. I haven't seen a lot of his movies. I've seen the staples, I feel like. I mean, for me, Street Fighter is, is probably the one that I, I go to the most just because I get kind of a big kick out of it. And uh, We should cover Street Fighter on the Patreon. Like, it's just... Yeah, his, he has, like, this really fake American flag tattoo, and he's, like, a kind of, like, a nationalist, but obviously, like, you know, he talks 
Like he's from Brussels, so it's it's like the Schwarzenegger problem where they don't yeah. really address that. Like why why is Schwarzenegger a cop in like Washington State? You know, but whatever. Um, yeah, so I mean that that's a good one. I feel like I've seen this, the one I've seen second most is as Double Team with him and Dennis Rodman. Oh my um, gosh! Where they're like FBI agents. It's probably the it's probably one of the weirdest movies I've ever seen. Just because like that is uh that is not a great duo. Uh, shock, you know you won't be surprised when Dennis Rodman isn't good at acting. Um, Mickey Mickey Rourke's in that as well, huh? I know, yeah. Uh, Oscar nominee Mickey Rourke. Yeah, uh, it's super homophobic, that movie as well. So not not a movie that's going to age real well, but it is a strange one. Um, other than that, you know, like, Bloodsport to me is kind of boring. I, I uh, Expendables, you know, that's, that's uh, I've seen seen those. He's, uh, he's, like, he's one of those guys where he's, like, um, I always associate him with uh, Steven Seagal. Uh, okay. Because they're like they, you know, they have like these specialized skills, and they yeah. kind of they kind of build the movies around you know their ability to do these physical acts, kind of like Jackie Chan as well. But obviously, Jackie Chan. Well, Jackie a lot, Chan's on another level, a so lot, a lot better. But uh, yeah, I mean, I like JCVD. I, I think like I think he's uh, he's definitely better than Seagal. And um, yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't have a lot of a lot of really interesting things to say about him. But, I mean, uh, you had I, you had more than I have. So. I like him. I, Jordan, I want to I want to make this very clear. I like Jean Claude Van Damme. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched a couple episodes of his show on Amazon a couple years ago that appears to have been canceled. It was uh, it was kind of meta, and you know I love meta stuff. So mm. uh, obviously that that's good. But uh, yeah, Street Fighter is the Jean Claude Van Damme movie. That's uh, your go to. That, <laughs> that's my go to. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's been a really, really long time since I've seen something mm-hmm. he's been in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the two I remember <clears throat> are Bloodsport and Kickboxer. Yeah. So perhaps maybe Kickboxer is the better one if I were to go back and rewatch since it sp- like, has a bunch of uh, sequels and stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, if we're trying to compare actors like this, give me give me Jackie Chan. All day long. Yeah, I mean, if we're, if we're trying to do that, I don't know if we are. I'm not sure what we're trying to do really at this point. <laughs> there's a so. line. There's a line in the um, double team trailer where like John Cladman. Okay, because so like they're like buddy cops, Dennis Rodman, yeah. John Cladman, Dan. But like they're not buddies at first, you know, because you got to show the the growth of the character and like Dennis Rodman like mumbles a line and John Claude Van Damme has to come up with the comeback and he's like, he's like, which one are you, Siegfried or Roy? Oh, <laughs> and it's just like that doesn't make sense. Wow, <laughs> and that's in the trailer, so you know, you know um, it's gonna be good. The the synopsis for that is an international spy teams up with an arms dealer to escape from a penal mm. colony and rescue his family from a terrorist. So if that's something, mm. something you might be interested in, that's uh, that could be a Patreon episode as well. Not so much. Yeah, okay. I think I've probably seen most times just his appearance in the Friends episode, but uh, yeah. obviously that's it's just him playing himself or whatever. So a little bit different. But uh, Street Fighter, yeah, sounds interesting. We might we might have to do that. Did you know mm-hmm. that he? Oh my gosh, this is terrible. I'm looking at his awards and nominations. Yeah. Uh, in 1988, for the Golden Raspberry Award, mm-hmm. uh, he was nominated for Worst New Star. Yeah, they do that. It's just like, like the ra- the Razzies. Yeah, super nice. Most Desirable Male a few times nominated. Yeah. Worst Screen Couple with Dennis Rodman and <laughs> Double Team. <laughs> and guess what? And guess what? Bad. They yeah. they won. I mean, that's pretty. It's pretty bad. Yeah, like it's it it's as bad. It's as bad as it sounds. Probably worse. Mm. Hey, Jordan, he, you just gotta ask yourself, 
Are you Siegfried or Roy? <laughs> Which one are you? <laughs> I read the tagline on the little title. It says, they don't play games. <laughs> no, they don't. Also, they shoehorn in basketball stuff in that movie. Because, you know, Dennis Rodman. Yeah, Dennis Rodman. Uh, yeah. But, and it's, like, so weird. Like, Dennis Rodman, like, dunks. Uh, there's, like, one thing where he, I think he, like, dunks a boombox or something. Oh, man. <laughs> it's really bad. He, like, jumps up and grabs, like, a rebound for once. Oh, it's so dumb. Uh, do you remember? Do you remember? You want to you want to keep you want to keep going. Go ahead. I was gonna try to. Well, I was just gonna. I was just gonna say. Do you remember when we watched the movie with uh, Jay Leno and? Yeah. Oh my gosh, what's his name? Uh, Pat Morita. Yes. What was that called? Collision Course. Uh, is that or, better? Or Time Crisis, if you're Greg Pulaski. <laughs> um, is uh, coll- Collision Course is? No. Well, okay. It's like. Collision Course is probably a better movie, but like you're gonna have more fun watching Double Double Team. Oh, well. Not hmm. to be confused with Double Take, where Orlando Jones and Eddie Griffith they kind of do a whole. <laughs> that's that's another really bad double movie, but that's that's the only time. My head is spinning yeah, right we, now. We better we better shut this down, Jordan. Let's do it. Right. Next episode, you want to yeah. know what that's gonna be? <laughs> well, I know it's on it's on D- Double Team. You just said. <laughs> Instead, we're going to be covering Future Shock. That sound that sounds like a, a Jay Leno Pat Morita movie as well. Uh, all right, well, I look forward to that, Jordan. Uh, and thank you for joining me, listeners. Thank you for listening, and I guess I should say, take care. Take care, everybody.